Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. Today, I have with me Alex Sigutson, founder and CEO of Axion SL, and Varun Singhal, Senior Vice President of Product Management. They have uh, worked in the data field for numerous years, and they have come up with some truly innovative concepts, not only to help the compliance professional from the regulatory perspective, but I think even more importantly, to help the compliance professional and the business executive utilize data as a true market differentiator to uh, help companies become more efficient and at the end of the day, more profitable. So, gentlemen, with that introduction, uh, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Great, Tom. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Tom. So, Alex, in our um, pre-podcast green room meeting, you said uh, something that really struck me, which was that data is an enormous asset, and the business winners in the future will be not only those who can collect data, but those who use it. I was wondering uh, if you could really expand on that for us. Sure, absolutely. As we, as you know, we live in the world of constant innovation, which employs high technologies such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, cloud computing, big data. Um, all of this um, is propelling our ability to provide uh, a great uh, opportunity for participating in, in the financial markets uh, to deal with compliance-related issues, but also to provide uh, a, a greater returns and um, return on investment, as well as return on capital. In this world, the most important thing that becomes a pillar to achieve all that is data. And there's a new framework that has emerged over the last year, which is called data integrity and controls. This new framework actually makes sure that the information that is delivered um, from variety of sources, whether this information is structured or unstructured, can be analyzed, can be quickly processed, and deliver uh, the proper analytics. In order to 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 be able to uh, achieve that, the data platform, the data platform is the, becoming the pillar for everything that we do. In the age, you know, in 2018, the data becomes a gold. And we are in the gold rush to get, <laughs> we're looking for gold in this data age. And the situation is reminding us of the 1850s of California and Alaska gold rush. To get to the gold is very important to have special tools and the discipline. And the strong approach to data is vital not only for processing large volumes and dealing with regulations, but to 
outpace the competition to satisfy clients and to achieve high profit margins. So, you know, to uh, to dissect these three very important characteristic of data, characteristics of data, velocity, volume, and veracity. If you able to deal with fast-paced information coming at the very large volumes, whether it's uh, for the banking world, um, uh, for calculating very important ratios, or dealing with liquidity, whether it's uh, dealing with deposits, and be able to on demand to see what is underlying across multitude of of the accounts, whether it's uh, trade and compliance uh, with uh, uh, trade and transaction reporting like MIFID two, or in asset management with global shareholder disclosure, you need a strong data integrity and control platform that can provide you those three important uh, Ds. So we talked about velocity, volume, veracity, which demonstrates the truth and data is probably the most valuable right now because the data quality becomes super important. And you can achieve veracity of data only if you have proper data lineage capabilities. And it's not, and data lineage now becomes the dynamic concept. So dynamic data lineage, which we at Axiom SL, which is our new product that we um, uh, deploy now at the top financial institutions, achieves veracity of data and, and makes sure that institutions that use the dynamic data lineage stand up above others. Could I stop you uh, there, and could I ask you to explain why data lineage is so important to regulators in your experience? Sure, Tom. Let me take that question. Yeah, Varun. So, uh, so Tom, if you just think from the regulator perspective, right, they uh, come into a financial institution, um, and they want to see their day-to-day activities, which are then hidden and done by a technology system. So... Uh, it's very difficult and time-consuming for regulators to go in and audit each and every one of these systems to understand uh, the layers of logic and exchange of information that's happening between systems. So what data lineage does is that it kind of gives you a more pictorial representation of the movement of your information from the time it was uh, input uh, at the financial institution front to the final output, whether that could be a regulatory report, that could be a compliance report for internal audit, and then it gives you uh, the exchange of information between the different hands that's happening, and if that information was updated by, uh, by one party or the other. Uh, so that now the regulator of the compliance officer has a lot more deeper insight towards uh, the movement of information without getting into the weeds of the different systems that are involved. So Varun, I certainly understand the veracity component from the regulatory perspective. And uh, whether that regulator be the, uh, uh, it really doesn't matter who it is, even in the United States or outside the United States. But how do we then move 
from the regulator being concerned with data lineage to to the other concepts um, that Alex talked about, the volume and the velocity. Does data lineage play a role in either of those, or have we moved on to something else? No, it, it still plays a role. I think it just made the volume and um, uh, the velocity concept that just makes things more complicated. So the whole idea is the more and more uh, data is growing, plus the speed at which the, the data needs to be complied to the regulator um, makes it difficult for you to have that pictorial representation that I was talking about. So if the regulator comes in now and says, show me where all um, external reports is this loan going to, and if those are going to different reports that span across different systems, then if you don't have data lineage, then you would have to manually pick up the phone and talk to a lot of people to get that information. Uh, whereas if you have a, a, a fully implemented dynamic data lineage concept, then you have one place where you go in and extract that information that you can then uh, reply back to the regulator for. So in your space for money laundering, it could be the movement of cash from the source of input for the customer to the final output um, uh, and the different places where the cash is being exchanged hands. So one of the things that strikes me, gentlemen, is that this, uh, the concept of data lineage and the tool that you all have developed really uh, gives companies the ability to evaluate not only present risk, but future risks in a way that is much more robust than simply looking at point-in-time transactions or a, even an audit-type approach. Uh, would that be a fair statement? I think, I think you're, you're on the right track. Yes, yes. Uh, and, uh, and the reasoning is, if you know what your present and past is, you, with, with uh, artificial intelligence or simulations, you can actually can be much more precise about your future calculations for risks. And this is coming, uh, uh, this is directly uh, related to the data lineage and quality of information. So this, the, if we could move to, uh, Alex, the, the second or the middle of the three Vs that you spoke about, volume. Uh, yeah. How does a, a client or a customer of Axiom SL, how do you help them deal with volume? Right, right. So, so in, in the, uh, the latest developments in the volume where you need to actually do a lot of um, aggregation and analytics at the very granular level. If you look at the uh, most recent uh, requirements uh, from the regulators, such as liquidity, for example, where you need to, to, to really get down to the cash flow level, or for example, um, FDIC um, 370 requirement, where you need to be able to uh, aggregate large volumes across the uh, retail bank with uh, depositors and and each individual deposits and on demand within from the regulator be able to provide where your depositors are or in example of MIFID 2 um, as you know uh, trade and transaction reporting 
capabilities where, where in case you are doing trading, you need to reply, you need to provide trading um, into the trading repository close to real time. Or another, if you are asset managers, you have to be able to provide global shareholder disclosure at the very, also on demand across 90 jurisdictions worldwide and be able to, uh, which each one has a, has a different requirement for disclosing the um, uh, percentage of shares of particular security that you own. All of this is a very tedious exercise and large institution has to deal with all of those things. So uh, when you have to do this type of reporting on a daily, monthly, quarterly, uh, annual basis, the volume of information grows exponentially and you need to be able to process it very fast. So this is where the technology that does processing aggregation analytics in memory becomes um, very important. You have no uh, luxury anymore to run uh, things in the uh, ordinary uh, relational database fashion uh, with the processing through the database engines. You have to be able to do things in memory, in real time. <clears throat> and this is where the challenge becomes, it becomes even harder. When you have large amounts of data and you have to run it in memory, you have to be able to use the most advanced uh, techniques and you have to be able to, um, to uh, use the, the best hardware. And in addition to that, if you, if you do provide cloud-based solutions, which in our case we do, uh, you have to be able to provide all of this uh, on the hardware that clients uh, can access and process multitude of clients. There's uh, issues of um, providing the firewalls between the clients, firewalls from the outside. You have to deal with uh, high-end security capabilities. Um, so, so all of this is a monumental um, tasks and, and really we're facing the revolutionary growth of this market where Axiom SL is, is a leading provider of this infrastructure technology and a full solution with our deep expertise in the uh, area of financial finance and, and risk. Alex, it really strikes me that the concepts you're talking about, we, we've explored why they're important from the regulatory context. Uh, we've talked about some of the applications specifically to things like uh, money laundering or large amounts of cash. But we, uh, I see applications in things such as the supply chain and even uh, looking at uh, customer sales for mining, as, as you've accurately said, the gold that's out there. To, uh, to move faster and move more efficiently. Absolutely, absolutely. This is, uh, we're living at the time where uh, the financial institutions uh, can actually spend more time analyzing data now that they have uh, more or less um, have handled the, the wave of uh, regulatory tsunami 
uh, and it's more or less under control, they can use all that investment over the last decade to uh, improve their efficiency, operations, and of course, uh, involve the same type of technology that has benefited uh, uh, them over the decades of dealing with uh, making the financial system more stable to apply to their customer engagements and make the uh, institution and the customer benefit uh, from this type of uh, investment. So at this point, I'd like to introduce a very, very important concept which, just, which we just introduced uh, at the conference. It's called return on data investment. This new concept is, is really stands out uh, as a very important concept, uh, as important as return on investment and as important as uh, return on capital and return on equity. Return on data investment is the growing, demonstrating the growing value of data. And value of data is the profitability of the companies that produce it. So this is uh, the, the main takeaways. Um, if you focus and on, on the framework of data integrity and controls, and it becomes the pillar for your organization, <clears throat> you're able to uh, really demonstrate return on your data investment. And this is something, this is the new concept that every organization should take forward in this um, data rush uh, situation and, and finding the unclaimed gold. So, gentlemen, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I was wondering if any of the listeners wanted additional information on anything you've talked about or, or Accent MSL, uh, where can they go? Uh, they can visit our website, axiomsl.com, and um, they can reach out to our product manager on data management, uh, Varun. Yep, my, my details could be taken from the website. Uh, for the listeners right now, uh, they can email me directly at vsingal at axiomsl.com. Well, gentlemen, this has been a fascinating exploration. Alex, I greatly, I'm a history uh, fanatic, so I greatly appreciate your analogy to the gold rush of the, uh, the 49ers. And um, I think that uh, companies need to understand that data really is an enormous asset. It's their data, it's their information, and those who use it will be the winners uh, coming out of the other side of the gold rush. So, gentlemen, I want to do a thank you, and I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Make sure to check out Tom's latest book, The Complete Compliance Handbook, available at Amazon. It incorporates the most recent pronouncements and guidance from the Department of Justice, including 2017's Evaluation Corporate Compliance Programs and FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy to provide the most up-to-date advice on what constitutes a best practices compliance program. Go to fcacompliancereport.com.